And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And hey, let's get hustling. Literally, let's let's take a look at the side hustle, the the side gig, the the side job. Lots of people have those, <laughs> you know, but most people are pursuing pretty ineffective side gigs. I want to take a look at that and uh, kind of explore this idea with you. You've probably heard that term a lot lately, haven't you? Side hustle. In particular, it's the, the, the use has, has picked up a little more broadly, uh, especially after the Great Recession, mid, you know, 2010, 2014, around in that in that time when, when people were simply trying to do more to make ends meet. Now, it's a far older expression, though, if you go to Merriam-Webster, it came back in the, you know, in broader use in the 1950s, both to describe scams, right, that's that hustle part of it, uh, as well as legitimate jobs. So people were doing side jobs even back then. But these days, again, it's a very trendy term, side hustle, and lots of people are out there hustling these days trying to make some extra cash. I'll tell you what the average monthly amount is. It's it's not that much. Um, you might be surprised. I'll get to that here in just a little bit. Um, but do you have a side hustle? I do. It's this radio show, <laughs> sort of. You know, it's, it's a creative outlet for me, and it, it, it lets me uh, talk with you about something that I enjoy, something something I really believe in, and, and I just have a good time uh, getting to do this once a week with, with you. Now, my main source of income these days, it is passive, and it does come from my real estate investments. But once upon a time, as we were just nascent in this business, my wife and I just beginning to build our, our single-family rental portfolio, that or this real estate business was my side hustle. At the very beginning, I had a full-time corporate job. She had a full-time corporate job, but we, we did what we needed to do to get going down this path of very effective side hustle, so to speak, and what a difference it has made in my life. You know, we'll get to that later in the show and how the, the right side hustle, real estate, right, can set you apart from your, your peers and, and really change your life as well. And case in point, by the way, I'm, I'm coming to you today from the RV bunker out in East Texas on the couple, you know, few acres where we keep this thing parked, just out in the woods, out in the woods, thanks to that very early side hustle and the way that our passive income has grown and grown again and doubled and tripled and quadrupled and whatever comes after that over, over a decade or so. By the way, do the words passive and hustle even belong together in the same sentence? I'm not so sure about that, but we'll talk more. Um, what I want to do is I want to start by looking at just who has side hustles out there right now, side jobs, what they're doing. And when they're doing it, that's an interesting uh, proposition. And of course, why? I think that's a very important. Why? Why are they doing it? Why are you doing it? And 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 we'll talk about how they and you could be more effective in this space, in this side hustle space with with real estate. Now, my main sources they, these are very recent. Uh, you can check these out. One is from Bankrate.com. They did a survey from April 26th to 28th of 2023 uh, that, that that explored this very question. And also, there's an article I'll point to on Insider. Uh, and it summarizes actually a deeper survey, a deeper study that Deloitte does regularly. In this case, it's called the 2023 Gen Z 
and millennial survey. So they're just looking at those two cohorts, man, just reading through the executive summary of this whole survey, I could I could do a whole show on, on what I found there. But just a piece of that looks at the, the notion of the side gig as well. So we're going to shelve the, the broader picture there for Gen Z and millennial and just focus on the side jobs. That, in, that insider article, by the way, if you want to check that out, that out, is called Why Gen Zers and Millennials Are Looking for Second Jobs. And there they don't, they don't try to... They don't try to make it pretty by calling it a side hustle. Side hustle sounds good, I guess, in, in these days, that trendy term. It's just a second job is all it is. And that came out on June 3rd, uh, 2023. So both both of these main data sources for me are very, very recent. So who's out there doing this stuff? Who's side hustling? And what are they doing and when? And it's interesting. It is really m predominantly that younger cohort, that Gen Z and millennials that are more uh, more focused in this space. It's it's very popular among those younger Americans. It says 53% of Gen Z, and again, that's ages 18 to 26, 53% of that cohort, and 50% of millennials, and they are doing these side gigs to earn extra income on on the side of their, their main their main job. My my cohort, Gen, Gen X, 43 to 58, and we're at about 40%, still a good number. That's uh, two, two and five of us are out there with our side gigs. And as you get older, baby boomers, 24%, 59 to 77 years of age, not quite so, not quite so prevalent in this space. Maybe you're, you're, you're probably in that cohort that does have a pension uh, in addition to the social security, all the other stuff, perhaps. Um, along gender lines, by the way, men are more likely to be doing a side hustle than women, 43% of men versus 35% of women. So I just want to set the table with that just to give you an idea when we're talking through this, who who out there are doing these things and just what are they doing? <laughs> you know, I, got, I did get a laugh out of some of these and I'm looking at time.com uh, here, 30 best side hustles to earn extra cash in 2023. First one off the list. Now I could go for this. I'm actually, I, you can't see it, but I've got a Lifestyles Unlimited cup here in my right hand full of coffee. What's their suggestion? Make coffee, become a, become a barista. Sounds like a second job to me. Deliver food, right? DoorDash, Uber. I've had applicants for my rental properties that have a main job and have this very side job, right? Delivering food, delivering groceries, start a blog. I have a lot of uh, friends in the in RV space, actually, uh, virtual uh, folks that uh, travel a lot and do a lot of blogs, and they'll tell you the, the time it takes to get a blog monetized, in other words, to, to where it's actually bringing in just a small amount of cash. It, it, it takes a lot of commitment. Be very careful there. Just as, as an aside, tutor online. Sure, tutor in person. Take online surveys. What? <laughs> I don't know what that's about. Style hair. You can't see me. If you could see my hair, you'd say, Andy, stay away from that one. Makeup artist, not, not my gig either. Rent out your car. I don't trust you. Rent out your RV. Yeah, there there are websites kind of like Airbnb where you can do this very thing. Again, I have a trust issue there. I'm not going to let you pull my RV behind your truck, car, or whatever you have. But that's an option. Buy and resell stuff, right? There's some definite hustle there. Handyman work around your... Hey, that might be one in my vein. I'm, I've learned I'm pretty handy over the years of doing this rental stuff, but... No, nah, I don't, don't really want babysitting. No, thank you. Dog sitting. I, I do like do dog walking, right? There are all kinds of things out here. It's interesting as I scroll down, am I going to find real estate investing? I don't see it. I don't see, I see clean houses. I see handyman work on houses. Other freelancer doesn't talk about real estate in, in, at all. And, and the others that I glanced at um, did not touch upon this topic either. But give that a look. It gives you some ideas. Maybe you do need some additional income. This might be a place to go. 
uh, the, the what, what is it that people are out there doing when, when are people finding time for this? Well, if they have, if, if this is a side job, they inherently have a main job. So when must they be doing this after hours on weekends, late, late into the night? In fact, that same time article, if you scroll down below their list of possible side hustles, side gigs, they, they do some rough math and they say, Hey, if you allocate five hours every Saturday and every Sunday, you'll get to about 40 hours per month. In addition to your main, do you, do you really want to do that? I don't now I'm not working anymore. So I'm Monday, Tuesday, it's, it, it, it's a blur for me. It's all the same uh, with the exception of my, my six year old swim schedule and everything else going on with him. But then you're already putting in 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours a week. Do you really want to do another 10 on top of that on the weekend? Now, some people may actually be doing this parallel to their current job, right? We've got those remote work structures out there. Those in part are fueling this trend as well. And what that means is they may be working on their side gig during their main gig, meaning during the regular work hours. Yeah, you can do that. You might get away with it. I do think that might be worth a second thought. That might be a little risky. What happens if you then lose, you get busted. You're not, you're not, you're not putting up the work you need to do on that main job. And what if you lose that main source of income? Give that some thought, be very careful there. Um, but, but, but you had to squeeze it in somewhere and from talking to people. And, and again, I mentioned some of my applicants that I've had over the years, they do these very things. And, and I ask you, know, when are you doing this stuff? And I'm never home. I'll take good care, good care of your rental house. I'm never home. I'm out running around doing, delivering food, Uber eats and DoorDash and late into the night. Now, why are they doing it? Why give up so much of your time? And this is where the the bankrate.com article gets interesting. They, 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 they asked as part of their survey, uh, their question was, on average, how much income would you say you earn in a month from your side hustle? I think this sets the bar for us. On average, the average is $810 a month, so $200 a week. It's interesting because the spread goes from anywhere. They, 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 they've categorized this. It goes anywhere from one to $50. That's a bucket, 51 to a hundred, et cetera, all the way up to more than 2000. There's a bucket for a thousand to 2000. These higher dollar numbers are pulling the average up. The average is 810 per month, but, but get this, the biggest bucket of all of these is that $1 to $50 bucket. 28% of, of, of respondents said that's, that's what I'm bringing in per month. How much time are you spending to bring in an extra $50? You know, when I was in college, I would, <laughs> I would sell plasma and sit in the chair with a high gauge needle sticking out of my arm and read my, my textbooks. I guess that was my, unbeknownst to me, my, my side gig back then that, that got me into that almost to that $50, uh, bucket, uh, maybe too much information there, but you know, I guess that could be on the list of 30 top 30 things for you to do as well. But. The point is this, $810, not not really the true average when 30%, close to 30% are making $50 or less. When I when I read that, that doesn't seem so viable to me any longer. Now, why why are people working to get to this $800? Uh, predominantly, it's it's their reasons are financial in 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 nature. And here too, uh, Bankrate did a good job. They've got a graphic here. By by and large, 33% need the income to pay for regular living expenses, meaning they're living paycheck to paycheck as it is, and they need these extra side gigs just to get by. Uh, fully a third of, of, of those that are doing a side hustle. What, what's a little more depressing is that I, I don't have the stat here. I think it was around 40% of people said that they expect to always have to do this side hustle or something similar just to get by. 
40% of those that are in this space already. Now, moving down the list, it gets a little bit more uh, loose, I suppose, discretionary income for spending. About a third of the people are looking for discretion, right? I'm saving up for a vacation. I want another, I don't know, maybe I want to get that motorcycle, right? So they're saving up for discretionary income to spend on things that they don't have to have. Income for savings, 25%. Debt payoff. Some people are, are looking to pay off debt at uh, 12%, right? So there's certain financial reasons why people do this. The Deloitte study looked specifically at Gen Z and the millennials, and for them, it's a financial consideration. They see a lot of uncertainty out there, a lot of economic ups and downs. They've experienced some things with the Great Recession, saw what their parents went through. Very unstable, very uncertain ground for them. That's their big motivation, financial. Now, I'll tell you, by the way, just as an aside, great, great interview. I caught this last week. Del Walmsley, the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, he had a, a guest on named Benjamin. And Benjamin is a, a I guess he's Gen Z. He's uh, 24 years old. He's already into his first couple of single-family rental houses. Good interview. Go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. Give that a listen. It's it's amazing what the, just the way this young man was thinking. I was very, very impressed with it. Uh, Dell, of course, as always, did a great interview. Um, but I think you have a lot of takeaways if you are in that younger space. Age is no issue. Don't, don't let that be a consideration for you. But finances may be. And a lot of the reasons why a lot of you out there are doing this is financial in nature. What other reasons might there be? We'll talk about that after a quick break. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. <laughs> it's gonna be better next year. It's, I've gotta to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? <laughs> well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. <laughs> Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and we're taking a look at the side gig, the side job, the, the side hustle. Very trendy word out there these days, and a lot of people, a number of people have to do this out of necessity. About a third of the people that have side gigs have to do this to make ends meet, and, and I guess good for them for, for understanding and, and being able to put together a plan. You know, if you're in that situation, paycheck to paycheck, I, I hope you can, can, can get some resolutions out of this as well, perhaps, but people are still giving something up. Now, if it's a hobby, it's a passion, it's a creative outlet, you probably don't know this, but for or notice this, I should say, but for those that are doing this more for financial reasons, what are these side hustlers giving up? And none of these articles talks about this, really, um, but they're giving up time. They're giving up time. They're now trading even more of their time on top of that 40-hour work week or 50, whatever it is. They're now trading time for money. They're trading that time with the family. They're 
trading time with friends, they're trading time that could be spent sleeping, health, maybe other other opportunities. And in my view, they're, they're giving up quite a lot. Just the time component alone um, is huge. As somebody that now has full control of his time is coming to you from the woods, thinking about time, if my income is from my rental properties and that income is passive, am I giving up time? No, I just told you I'm not. So what have I been doing while I'm sitting out here in the RV bunker preparing the show? But from a rental perspective, not a lot. It's, it's We're towards the start of the month, just checking that uh, my rents are rolling in and they are rolling in as they do. I had one minor maintenance request from a resident, got him to send me a picture, diagnosed what I thought needed to be done, sent it over to my handyman. Because I'm out here in the RV bunker, I don't need to go out and take care of that stuff. I don't do that anyhow. So it doesn't matter where I am, it doesn't matter when. I hand that off. Passive income. Now think back, and, and I, named some, uh, I named some numbers for you a moment ago that came out of the bank rate study. These were various bracketed buckets, people earning anywhere from $1 to $50 in a month, up to 1001 to 2000 and 2000 and beyond. But the average dollar that they calculated out of all this was a monthly number of $810. So that's on average what the respondents to their survey are bringing home every month. And if I think back to single family investing, what I love to do, now I'm an investor in apartments as well, but I'm going to start with the single family side. I can get to that very number on two or three houses, maybe four. We want to see a house come into our portfolio that cash flows anywhere between $206 per month. So every time I add a house to my portfolio, right, how many does it take to get to that 800, two, three, four? So if you're focused from a financial perspective, like we saw some, some of the side hustlers are on that discretionary income, boy, the sky's the limit here. It really is. Every time you add a house, you add another 200 to $600 per month. You don't have to stop at that average of 800. You don't have to stop at that max bucket that they looked at 2000 plus. You can keep going. In fact, it doesn't just stop with the discretionary income. If you keep building this portfolio, what you'll experience over time is that before you know it, you've replaced your income. Now you don't even need that job. And that's what happened to me. Main job, corporate job here, building up that portfolio of rental houses, got my wife retired from hers first, kept building, kept building, pulled in that extra income from the corporate job, kept putting that into play in houses and then apartments. And eventually Andy's retired as well. So that discretionary income, boy, that can become your entire income. And it's interesting, but we need to get you to move from this active side hustle and into passive income. It makes all the difference when you have your time back. What about the non-financial reason? Does, does the RE, the real estate space, does that fulfill any of those? Well, what, what did we talk about? We said hobby. A lot of people do their side gig because it, you know, as a hobby, one big word of caution here. I see countless, countless mom and pop rental property owners make big mistakes in this space because they treat it as a hobby. Do not do that. What about creative? Can you express some creative angles? Yeah, sure. Sure. You can be creative with the paint and, and the, the finish out when you go in to renovate one of those houses or those apartments. And in fact, it's very interesting to me, some of the creativity to, that our investors bring to bear. I had a an interview with uh, Alan and Laurel a few weeks ago now. They are syndicators. They are lead investors of apartments. And so they steer the deal. And people like myself invest passively. 
and they talked about some of the the L, uh, what is it LED fireplaces that they're installing in, in lieu of the fire you know true fire based fireplaces getting rid of that fire risk. It's a creative angle. It's a creative aspect, and 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 the creativity that's been brought to bear there is yielding more income for them and cutting risk. So there there are places where you can get creative. Now I would tell you as well. Do you need to get overly creative? No. Do you need to have the, the the house on the block that you've painted the exterior with the garish colors? No, don't do that. We want we want to have the the product that mirrors those that are renting in our in our neighborhood. You know, when my wife and I early on started meeting with uh, the first uh, GCs that we would that we engaged uh, for for our rehabs, the GC would ask us, "Well, what what color are you thinking about?" My wife always replied, "You decide. You take control." She didn't want to get creative. This is this maybe is not the best place for that. Now, sometimes we do get creative when we go in and we see a three-bedroom, one-bath, one-car garage house, and we look for ways to get creative with that with that footprint and add a second bath. Or if it's a two-one, can I make it a three-two? So there are certainly places where you can bring your creativity to bear. Just don't overdo it. Just don't overdo it. Now, the last angle I want to look at is that social piece of the puzzle. A lot of people we learn go for side gigs, side hustles, side jobs, just for the social aspect. I cannot think of a more social and gregarious network than the people I know through Lifestyles Unlimited. When I go to a case study, when I go to a road trip, when I when I go to the Wealth and Passive Income Expo, it's a huge network. Plenty of socializing. Now, if you're the introvert and that scares you, you don't have to do that. I would encourage you to get out of your shell. I had to do the same. I am introverted by nature, but that social outlet is there as well, and it's it's... It's astonishing what you learn when you go to the events that we sponsor and, and when you meet people and when you have conversations. Going back to this being a business and not a hobby, you learn how to improve your business. You take away inspiration to keep you going. You, you learn some of those creative angles that those syndicators and others are, are bringing to bear and, and, and what, which are bearing fruit. But the social aspect is absolutely there. After case study, what do we do? Go out to uh, one of the area restaurants. The, the, the conversation continues. I went to the two-day financial freedom seminar recently. Well, we naturally went to lunch together on the break. And afterwards, if you had time, stick around for dinner. So lots of lots of lots from that social aspect. Now, the problem comes when you're listening to me now, and we looked at the 30 things you can do as a side gig per time.com. Real estate wasn't on there. Real estate's not in front in front of your mind. DoorDash, that's easy. You got a car. Airbnb, easy, I've got that spare bedroom, just need to clear out that junk. All of this other stuff is very low-hanging fruit, and it's going to yield the results you're going to get when you explore that low-hanging fruit. Not much. It's going to put you in that $1 to $50 bucket. To get higher, you need to move into something that is more effective, and that's what real estate can be for you. But you have objections, and those objections are going to be based in fear or, in a, or due to a lack of knowledge. Just a quick story. So here I am out in the country, and in part I came out to, to meet with a local electrician. We've got the carport, the RV carport that sits over the bunker, and I wanted to have some conduit run, run some power out to the, the well pump, put that underground, do some other things. And uh, his, his crew's out here, and one of the younger dudes, he's been watching me kind of puttering around, trimming trees, cutting back some of the overgrowth, digging around, you know, digging here, doing just doing stuff, random things. And he says what do you do for a living? And I told him, I'm in real estate. I have rental property. I have passive income. And one of the other guys, another young guy, 24, he chimes in and he says, he's tried. He's tried to talk his wife into getting some rental property, but she won't do it. She has these objections. And most people that I talk to about this very path do have objections, reasons why they can't do this either. No money. 
And that can be a legitimate issue, but it is something you can work on and it is something you can work towards. You can explore those other sources of capital that you may not have thought about. Again, the equity in your house. Uh, I don't want to have to deal with tenants. What if I get that midnight call about a clogged toilet? That's where education comes to bear. First of all, you learn the truths about this business. And if you're a good operator, none of this stuff is an issue. You hear all of the bad angles, all of the things that those mom and pops that treat this as a hobby have experienced because they do not run a good process. They do not run it as a business. You hear those stories, those nightmares. They are out there because these people are not operating well. You get an education, you learn the truths, you learn the, the processes to make you a good operator, you learn the model. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, we have a very specific model that we follow, and it's engendered in the phrase, best product, best price, gives the best people. So we're going to go out, whether it's houses or apartments, we're going to find a distressed asset that needs some work. And I love houses that need a ton of work, because I'm going to go in, I'm going to replace everything, and I'm going to put in everything new. I'm going to make it the best product in that in that submarket. I'm going to look at the, the comps in the area and see what other things are selling for because I want to target those. I'm going to see what the comparative houses are leasing for, and I want to target those and maybe make, make, make it a notch higher. Best product, best price. Now, I'm not going to necessarily try to push the market. I might come in a little under market. And those two in tandem are going to yield me the best people. I never have a problem leasing my houses. And to be honest with you, I don't have to lease them up all that often because of the product, because of the way we operate, because of the price. These are residents, they stick around. So best product, best price, yields the best people. And to the, the notion of, of no money, not enough money, because we are buying right, because we are buying distressed assets, we are buying at a discount, right? I'm not going to go into the process of using hard money, but it's a type of creative financing that we use to get the, the house rehabbed, borrow the funds for that, refinance into 30-year debt, and you're just through the process, your, your out-of-pocket can be far, far lower than you, than you may have ever thought. So we can address some of these concerns, and through the education, we'll certainly address those fears, help you realize that those are not realistic, false evidence appearing real. That's the acronym FEAR. Now, what does a real estate side hustle look like? Well, it starts with that education, you know, financial freedom program membership, with that, you go to the two-day financial freedom seminar, talk all about houses, single family on day one, all about apartments on day two, figure out your direction, which is right for me. And you get out to case studies, you learn more about real numbers from real people. You can do this virtually. You don't have to spend a lot of time driving down to the offices. You can do this online, by the way. And you go out to road trips, single family road trips, multifamily road trips. Again, this is just another angle of the education. There's a lot of stuff online you can do. And then you go out and you get that first investment or, or multiple investments. Then you wash, you rinse, and you repeat. And over the years, you add more houses to your portfolio, and before you know it, that side gig, that side hustle, well, really, real estate is a side hustle without the hustle. A little bit at the start, as you go through that education, as you build up your network, as you go to a lot of events. But once you've built up that, that passive income, that, that, that hustle disappears. Real estate investing really is, it's the side hustle without the hustle. Now for you, it takes an education. It takes getting started. If you want to learn more, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. There's a button where you can register for the free workshop. If you're interested in jumping in even deeper, I mentioned the financial freedom program. You can go to a website, givemetotalfreedom.com and uh, use the promo code SAVEBIG, all caps, S-A-V-E-B-I-G. 
uh, to join. You'll get a big discount to your membership, and you can start going to that two-day financial freedom seminar. Again, I just went out to this again recently, and it was interesting to watch the other people in the crowd that were there for the first time as the truths came down and the fear was pulled away, and they started to understand how this is the optimal, the most effective way to go. Again, go to lifestylesunlimited.com to learn more. Hey, get out there. Have a great day. I thank you for listening today. But remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.